Blog Talk Radio.
Well, good evening, everybody. I just want to welcome each of you to the show and say thank you for taking your time to be with me tonight. Um, Since I have had a history of having some sound problems, I'm going to do a sound check right quick. Jennifer, do you hear me tonight, sweetie? Uh, I can, yes. Okay, good, good. All right, and, and if it uh, if at any time that my sound goes away, if you guys will just text Randy, then he will text me. So, thank you. Okay. All right, I have some scriptures here I want to read. In Proverbs thirteen twenty, it says, "Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm." Proverbs 22, it says, Make no friendship with a man given to anger, nor go with a wrathful wrathful man, lest you learn his ways and entangle yourself in a snare. In James 3, it says, For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder in every vile practice. Give another one. It says, And whosoever shall not receive you nor hear your words when you depart out of that house or city shake off the dust from your feet in philippians 2 it says do not do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit but in humility count others more significant than yourselves let each of you look not only to his own interest but also to the interest of others James 1, it says, Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. So what am I talking about tonight? I'm talking about toxic relationships. And we have a lot of, uh, or there are several counts in the Bible of toxic relationships and I know a lot of the scripture in the word talks about being unequally yoked with unbelievers but you can have toxic relationships even within the body of Christ you know and it's it's a difficult thing I don't think many people talk about it um it's not something really that's that's one of those warm and fuzzy conversations you know or topics but I was looking at a uh I saw a little thing come across my Facebook page that someone had posted, and it was talking about uh, caring enough about yourself that you're willing to separate yourself from individuals or things that robs your peace. And and it it really stood out to me because I thought, you know, I have been in those situations that people that – that I love dearly or people I admired or even people that that God had connected me to for a season. And, you know, we understand that sometimes assignments from the Lord, they're not necessarily forever. Matter of fact, most of the time they're not. The, the assignments from the Lord that can even involve certain individuals, uh, many times once that, uh, that purpose has been met, that purpose has concluded, then uh, sometimes what worked for a while, for a season, doesn't really work later on and sometimes can become uh, 
it, it can become twisted or become uh, really not even a healthy relationship to be around. You know, and the Lord will have us separate from things. You know, where our peace is concerned, and it's, um, you know, it's really something that's a matter of prayer, and it's it's something that that's it's difficult to deal with. It can be difficult to deal with. You know, because we are called to love and we're called to forgive and we're called, and we certainly do that. And we're called to pray for those that uh, despitefully use us and talk against us and things like that. And, you know, there can be toxic relationships even, you know, if people are not uh, outwardly attacking you. You know, you can be, uh, you can be in relationships that you know, you can be in a good mood. I just put everything in my common everyday words. You know, you can be in a good mood and happy. You know, there's some people that when you talk to them, it's like every time after you talk to them for a while, it's like all of a sudden you don't feel happy anymore. You know, or their conversations uh, maybe always go down a path that ends up, you know, being uh, defeated or um kind of just looking at, at, at the, the bad side of things. You know, and we're, I mean, we are called to encourage people and to help them. But there are times when people, that's kind of where they want to live. You know, people have choices. We've all got choices. And we can choose, you know, to be happy in the midst of even going through difficulty, you know, and all the more so when we're going through difficulty. Sometimes you have to look for the good things. You have to look for the positive. You know, and I've been in situations myself where it looked like that I couldn't even find anything positive. You know, that everywhere I looked, it was challenge. Everywhere I looked, there was darkness around. And I'd be like, Lord, where, where can I even find the light? You know, but God knows our hearts. And, and when we're searching for the light and we're asking him, he certainly does send it. You know, sometimes he allows us to go through those seasons of darkness and dark times and hard times because it's during those times that we call out to him more and more, and he really does work in us. But this is, you know, this this talk tonight's really about, you know, dealing with and and walking through relationships that we have that uh, that continue to be a challenge. That, you know, there are. You know, there are those that, what I call, you know, good old East Texas times that they're they're uh, contrary, which just means contrary, if you say it in another word, that no matter what you say, that they're going to oppose you in one way or another. You can say the sky is blue, and they'll say, well, it's really kind of gray, or, you know, even talking about godly things, they're going to take the opposite viewpoint, Um and sometimes when we get into those situations and it's like, you know, I try to be uplifting, you try to, to turn conversations around because sometimes it takes that of change, just literally kind of changing the conversation to bring things on a brighter note to help change the atmosphere, maybe to help bring them higher, to, to change the, their viewpoint. But, you know, if someone continually when you talk to them, they, they continually are like hunting trouble. They're continually trying to bring you off of your high spot. Then sometimes it comes time to, to ask the Lord, it's like, Lord, is, is this, you know, 
is this a healthy place for me to be? Is this a healthy person for me to be around? You know, is this something that I'm to learn from, that I'm to help them, to help them come up? Or is this actually a relationship that the enemy is using to try to pull me down? You know, and um, that can be a difficult thing. I mean, it can be very difficult. You know, I've had I've had people that the Lord actually have sent me to to help them in ways, you know, maybe to help make connections for them. And there's times the Lord has had me, has connected me to people that, during seasons that I was to financially help and to pray for and to be someone to listen to. Uh, and it seemed like when that time would be over, you know, when that assignment had been fulfilled, that they would want to stay in that mode, you know, to, to, to stay in that mode of, you know, you listen to all of my problems because that's what you've been doing. I want you to continue to listen to all my problems and I want you to, uh, Forget about, you know, forget about maybe what you've got going on because I want to talk about all of my stuff. You know, and when it comes to real relationships, real friendships, uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, there has to be a balance in it. You know, if God has not particularly assigned you to uh, to be a, just a helpmate to someone, and and to be under undergirding them, if it's you know just a friendship, then there really needs to be a balance in it. You know, I don't know uh, how many of y'all ever listen to Diane Nutt. She actually lives up there pretty close to Randy, and and I mean both of them are probably within a couple hours of me. But she's another prophetic voice, and and uh, she does a lot of stuff on Facebook and and uh, I follow a lot of her stuff on Facebook. She does some meetings from time to time in the area and, and once in a while, maybe once a year I get to see her. Uh really really a cool lady and Randy does know her. They they are uh, acquainted with one another. But she does post a lot of common sense things and a lot of things about relationships and a lot of things about sometimes you have to, she calls it checking it. You know, if if you're the one that's always keeping in touch and they're not reciprocating, you need to check it. You know, and uh, she's had a couple of different ones that uh, that went through all of this. And it's always been, to me, has been really great wisdom. I've really enjoyed reading the things she posts and so much of it makes a lot of sense because it's just, what I call everyday, uh, everyday living kind of things, the things that we all go through. You know, and it, as a Christian, it can really be difficult at times. To, you know, God, okay, I'm called to do this. I'm called to, I'm called to love. I'm called to pray. I'm called to, to help undergird others. But you know, the Lord has. He has some, we all have people that we can reach, and there's people that we can't reach. You know, not everyone is going to listen to us. Sometimes there are others that will have a greater ear with someone than we do. You know, and as much as we may want to help someone, or that we may want to, you know, if you see these people that are always, just always negative, you know, to me their conversations are always negative, God may be doing great things and they're going to focus on the one or two things that is going going bad in their life rather than maybe the dozen things that are going good in their life. Um, you know, and you have a heart to, to, to help them focus the other way. 
But, you know, they may, they may not always listen to us. You know, and there are times I've had to just pray. It's like, Lord, I don't think I'm going to be able to reach this one. You know, this one seems to have issues with me or this one wants to be contrary with me. No matter what I say. You know, or people with ulterior motives, but then we praise like Lord, send the one that they will listen to. And that can really be true where family is concerned. I mean, family can be some of the hardest. You know, it's kinda of like Jesus, you know, they said, you know, this is the carpenter's son. You know, the ones that had grown up and had known him. This is just the carpenter's son. Could this be the Messiah? You know, they had a hard time believing that because they'd known him all his life. And it was like, just because he grew up down the road from you, doesn't mean he's not the Messiah, (laughs) y'all. But, you know, family members and people that have watched us grow up. Now, in Jesus' case, they hadn't watched him sin and things like that. That didn't happen. But in most of our case, you know, maybe they knew us before we were saved or things that we did when we were kids. And they were like, you know, I'm not taking advice from you or, you know, I'm not going to listen to you. And then we have to pray that they will, God will send someone that they will listen to, someone that can touch them. But, you know, I look in the Bible, and I was thinking of different ones, you know, thinking of when, you know, the Lord told Abraham to go to a land that he did not know that God would show him and told him to leave his family, and yet he took Lot. You know, and there were a lot of problems that came from him taking Lot with him. That was his nephew. And, uh, uh, a, a lot of heartache, a lot of problem came out of that. But see, God had told him to leave him. And maybe in the long run, it would have been better for Lot too, because later, you know, they ended up in the town where there was a lot of homosexuality and things. And, uh, you know, his wife looked back and ended up turning into a pillar of salt. Well, maybe if he had stayed back where he was supposed to, none of that would have ever happened. You know, you look in the case of Samson and Delilah, which... I still, in the natural, I don't understand that one (laughs) because that girl that he fell in love with showed him several times that she was trying to deceive him, you know, because every time he would tell her something that would, she kept asking him, you know, what, tell me what it is that would allow you to be bound, so to speak, that that would like uh, allow you to be captured. And he kept telling her first one thing and then another uh, that were lies. But every time he'd tell her a lie, then she would do it. And, uh, you know, that one's mind-boggling to me. It was like, Samson, <laughs> it was obvious this girl was trying to trap you because every time you told her something, she did it and then said, the Philistines are coming. And uh, yet he finally got weary of it and told her the truth about his hair. You know, and you think, okay, buddy, that was a toxic relationship if there ever was one. Why did you stay in it? You know, why didn't you separate yourself from this woman that you could tell had an ulterior motive that uh, was trying to do him in. You know, it was a, uh, she had material gain, you know, money coming her way if she did this. And, of course, she might have been dedicated to those other people. Who knows? But, you know, sometimes the handwriting's right on the wall before us. You know, even in that case, that someone's trying to use you with an ulterior motive for some sort of selfish gain. Have you ever had people around you that you felt like that? I have. 
So it it just really takes, you know, the wisdom of God and getting past sometimes that feeling of, okay, uh, I'm a Christian, so I need to endure this or I need to walk through this. I need to work through this because I need to touch this person. And sometimes they're just simply not our assignment or maybe they were for a period of time. And once that assignment is over, then we have to move on or at least have some accountability. You know, maybe even some people may not realize, you know, that they're that way. Maybe that they take exception to everything you say or uh, maybe they're always butting in and won't never won't ever let you get a word in edgewise or, you know, maybe they criticize you or they're constantly putting doubt in your calling or anything. You know, it can just be a, a, a list of things that then we have to say, Lord, you know, am, am I still to be around this person? You know, there are people that I love dearly that are kinfolk that I have to uh, stay away from or very, very seldom see because there would be so much strife there that it would it would be very difficult to have peace and be around that. And, you know, it doesn't change our love for them. And it, you know, and it shouldn't change the fact that we pray, that we pray for them and ask God's hand to move in their life and to to help them to open their eyes, like I said earlier, to, to send those that they will listen to. Because I totally believe that there's somebody that everybody has those individuals that will be able to have ear, you know, they'll have an ear with them, that they will listen to, that they will be believable to them, that they will be able to touch their hearts, to at least shake them up or whatever the case is, but it's not always us. You know, I'm a firm believer that that when you sow friendship, you receive friendship, that, you know, the, the law of sowing and reaping, but that doesn't mean that you're going to, reap it from the particular person that you sowed into. I believe as we continue to be friendly, as we continue to be uplifting, as we continue to love people, as we continue to encourage others and just be a true friend, a faithful friend, an honest friend, that it will come back to us, but maybe not from the one that you're wanting. You know, you may sow into one place and reap in another. You know, you may sow into one ministry, but then, uh, or or like I said, you may sow into one area, but then God rewards you in another area. You're still reaping, but you're not necessarily reaping from that particular place or from that particular individual. You know, you see in the Word how many times people, they put their trust in their own one. You know, I'm trying to think, the, the young prophet, and I've told that story before, the young prophet that had gone into the town, the Lord had told him, said, don't go, don't go home by the same way. You know, go another way. You know, and, and uh, he, the Lord sent uh, a lying prophet to him. And he gave ear to him because this guy said, oh, I've seen it. Well, an angel came and told me. 
And then the Lord had told him, said, don't eat in any, but don't stop to eat in anybody's home. Don't go home. Don't go back the way you came. Go another way. Don't stop. But see, he gave ear to that guy because of what he said, even though he was lying. But he was like, well, he's an old prophet. And he said an angel told him for me to come to his house and have supper. But it was a lying spirit. And then he ended up being killed by the lion because he had disobeyed God. I definitely said that was a, even though he didn't know him previously, that was a, a, a toxic relationship for that length of time. Because he tried to rationalize it out in the sense of, well, this guy says he's a prophet and he's older than me and he's been doing this and goodness, he saw an angel or heard an angel and the angel came and told him, I just, you know, who am I to question him? I've done that, not not in that same, but I, I have been around those that I had thought, oh gosh, they've been in ministry for 30 years and they've said such and such, you know, who am I to to question them or to question what they've said and then find out later that God was directing my steps and that what I sensed and what I felt and what I was hearing from the Lord was absolutely right. And so that's when we let our minds our minds getting in the way of of just hearing the voice of the Lord. You know, I've kind of rambled on here a little bit, but this is it's it honestly is a very important subject and something we may talk about a little bit more later. But you know, one thing I have found is, you know, when I'm around individuals that as I said earlier, that, that that I can have my peace, I can be at peace, I can um, feel that inward happy, that inward joy. And then when, you know, time and time and time again, when you visit with them or you're around them or maybe just talking to them on the phone, that you feel that, uh, that dampening on your spirit of just feeling like something's trying to steal your joy. And feeling like every time you talk to them that, that you're pulled down or that there's confrontation, you know, in in one way or another, that there's um, difficult, there's difficult to communicate with them. You know, then it's time to talk, ask God about it. You know, I know there's been times that, that that it, to me it would almost it would feel evil to talk to someone because God was trying to separate me from them, and God's been so good at times He has given me dreams, you know when I wouldn't be sure, when when I'd be like God is I don't know for sure, you know this seems weird, you know what has seemed good now seems stressful and and strange. Feels like you know it feels has like a strange feel to it. And at times God has given me dreams to give me clarity on things. And I so appreciate that. And then we move on. But God is good. I mean, God is good. You know, and the enemy uses people. And, and it doesn't mean that they're bad. You know, sometimes people don't realize how they're being and so many, many times they need deliverance 
themselves in areas. Uh, and sometimes the Lord, I mean, God does at times let us be in difficult situations because he's wanting to change things in us and he's wanting to develop uh, perseverance and he's wanting to develop uh, patience in us. But there's a difference in having patience and, and something feeling like that it's a weight, you know, that it's a weight on you. Um, and that's when it really takes inquiring of the Lord and asking God, Lord, do I need to, to separate from this? I'll be honest, there's been several times the Lord has had me pull away from things. And sometimes it was uh, actually places that God had connected me for a season. And then once that season was over, that I was to move along. You know, it's like Randy talking about the church he went to in Dallas. Uh, and I've been there one time. Years ago, uh, I think Randy was actually there at that time. But God had called him to link up with that pastor and to be a part of that body and to serve him and to, to be faithful to that body and to be faithful to that pastor. And then the time come, he was like, it, it's time for you to go now. That that purpose had been served. And that's just, you know, this is the truth of it. The Lord does move us around. Anyhow. I'm going to move on with this. Um, and if any time y'all have questions, you're welcome to, to ask me questions about stuff. That's fine. I'm going to play another song here and write down a few more numbers, and then we'll start to pray. Maybe the streets are gold and there's a table with plenty of room. Maybe we don't grow old and we got nothing to lose. Maybe the promised land there's a choir when you walk through. Oh, but I pray heaven is like rain on a tin roof. Maybe the sun don't set and the waters don't rise. Maybe we don't forget how to laugh like a child. Maybe in the promised land we're all made for what we do. Oh, but I pray heaven is like rain on a tin roof. Washing away, washing away my sorrow, giving me faith. Giving me faith to follow a new tomorrow. Tell me in the promised land there are mansions to choose. Oh, but I pray heaven is like rain on a tin Maybe time stands still and the mountains just move. Maybe we all have wings and there's only Oh, but I pray heaven is like rain on a tin Washing away, washing away my sorrow Giving me faith, 
Nothing much more peaceful or sleep by the sound of rain on a tin roof. I love that. You know, and that's what so much of my talk was about tonight is is about maintaining our peace and things that uh, or individuals that are robbing our peace um, and shaking us, you know, shaking us on the inside that we really have to take a check of that and, and inquire of the Lord. So. Father, I just thank you tonight for each and every one. And, Father, prepare each and every heart to receive of you. Lord, prepare my heart. Lord, open me up to hear you and you only. Lord, we want we want you. We want your ways. We want your thoughts, your thoughts that are higher than our thoughts, your ways that are higher than our ways. And, Lord, we want to be led by you. And come into those places that you've called us to, Lord, to walk out the destiny. Lord, those wonderful purposes and plans that you designed for our life from the moment of conception. Lord, that you knew us even in our mother's womb. And Lord, that your plans for us have always been good. To do us good and not harm and give us a hope and a future. And Father, we just thank you for wisdom, Lord, that you continue to pour your wisdom and understanding into us, Lord. Lord, that you widen the path beneath our feet that we not stumble. God, that we hear your voice clearly. And Lord, that we may be pleasing to you. That's what we desire so much, Lord, is to be pleasing to you. Lord, we know that all that you have for us is good. It's all good, Lord. And we just thank you, God, for loving us so much and caring about every detail of our lives that you took such intricate care to plan every part of our life and every part of us, even to number the hairs on our head. We thank you, God. And we love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. 502-548. Are you, Greg? Jeannie, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. What's on your heart tonight? Uh, It's been a tough few days. I'm struggling. Sir, I sound like I can hear hear it in your voice some. 
Yeah, I definitely need um I definitely need to hear okay. yeah, definitely you uh was ordained that I uh, we were on this phone call that um your opening talk. Okay. Sure. Let's pray for you. Father, I thank you for Greg and Father, I thank you, Lord, that that you guard his heart. Father, you said for us to guard our heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. But, Lord, that you also guard his heart. Lord, that you have put a hedge of protection about him, Lord, and have kept him and and encouraged him, Lord. And, Father, I just speak to those broken places in Greg's heart, Lord, those places that, that tremble, those places that are hurt, Lord. And, Father, just speak encouragement to him, Lord, that he know beyond all else how much you love him. So, Lord, I thank you, Father, for bringing healing to Greg's heart, even, uh, Lord, even even things of, of the past, Lord, even things that would reach back into his childhood, Lord, that you bring healing into his heart and those places that were broken and those places that were insecure or those places where he questioned Lord, I, and I just thank you, Lord, for that your plans for him are good, Lord, and that, uh, Lord, that no weapon formed against him can prosper, and every tongue that rises against him in judgment, Lord, that he shall condemn, and that's his heritage in the Lord. And, Lord, the places that that maybe even, maybe he thinks that he's made a mistake, Lord, that you will give him wisdom in those things. Lord, that you'll give him the wisdom, Lord, and that he'll know, Father, that, uh, Lord, that he'll know for sure, Lord, if that if he's if he has made made the right decisions, if he has followed you. But Father, we know that even when we make when we're following you and we're making the right decisions, that the enemy does come in and tries to rock the boat. The enemy comes in and tries to upset things and to to cause things to cause us to question and cause us to uh, the enemy just comes in to try to bring uh, to try to bring strife and discouragement and, and tries to bring turmoil and, and stir the air into a storm, Lord, so that it uh, so that the winds are blowing just contrary winds, Lord. But Lord, let us speak encouragement into His heart. And God, your direction, Lord, that you would even speak to him in the night. Lord, that he write those things, Lord, the things that you show him, the things you speak to him, Lord, even the dreams that you might give him, Lord, that he that he write these things down. There's an anointing in your writing, Greg. Um, I just said the Lord using you at times to write things and pour out your heart and and and, and release there's even an ability in you to release hurt in your writing. Uh, and I don't know if you even paint, maybe. It seems like I can even see, uh, like, colors, colors. Of course, the colors sometimes can represent various anointings and not always necessarily paint in the natural. But I see, God, like you, you've been able to release pain out of your heart. You've been able to release uh Emotional hurts and things like that through 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 writing through the pen through maybe even through the paintbrush, but you've been able to release those things and and it 
it not only bringing healing to you, but also uh, there may come a time that others partake of the things that you write, the things that you do, and it helped bringing healing to them. But I definitely see it bringing healing to you. And there is an anointing. Uh, there is an anointing uh, on the on the pen for you. Like I said, I, I'm not sure if it's is painting and writing uh, because it's like I can see you with a paintbrush in your hand and big long sweeps with a paintbrush with colors. But like I said, that can sometimes that can uh, that can just represent uh, the various anointings through the hand, you know, through your, through your work like that. But Father, I just thank you, Lord, for encouraging Greg and helping him. And Father, in the night, I just again getting the in the night, the Lord speaking to you. And I don't know if you're prone to dreams. I am. The Lord uh, has led me many times through dreams that I wasn't. It was like I, I just wasn't receiving it any other way. Not on purpose, but it's just maybe sometimes we're in such turmoil we can't hear when we're awake, and then the Lord will speak to us in dreams yeah. because quiet, our heart gets quiet. Uh, but I would yeah, say if you I don't have, get that much. Yeah, even people that aren't prone to dreams sometimes the God will use that. But I would just say, you know, anything that God speaks to you in the night, whether you're awake or whether you're asleep, be sure yeah. and write it down. You know, be sure and write it down. Maybe you can keep a pad and pencil by or pen by your bed or something. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. Yeah, Lord, I just speak encouragement to him, and Lord, that you help him. Lord, that you shine a light on his path. Lord, that he just, as the word says, that you'll hear a voice behind you, says this is the way walk he in it. But Lord, we speak peace to the storm. And Lord, where the enemy tries to come in and cause the the winds to blow and the waves to, to crash, Lord, that you would just speak peace into that and bring clarity to him. And, Lord, that he'll not look at the storm, but he'll be able to look at you through it and have direction in that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Is there anything you're wanting to share or is there anything in particular you want to pray about? That was was it. Um, I appreciate your prayers and it's really um, hung on to a lot of stuff that, I think that God used to certainly speak and maybe, uh, yeah, well, he just, yeah. And he definitely appreciated it very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, it was good to talk to you. I wish your heart, your heart was happier. I wish I had more to, you know, more insight for you. Yeah, no, it's you did. Yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, I just, I just keep my trust in him, and you know, sometimes it's hard, but that most of it is just, uh, I've seen him deliver me through my own failures. You know, through stuff where I wasn't listening, and he still brought me out on his mm-hmm. path. So, you know, whether I'm right or wrong or whether I was listening correctly or not, he, he's proven time and time again, and he will still put me on his path. Yes. I God blesses us. Yeah, despite, sometimes he blesses us despite ourselves. And despite yeah. our, our mistakes, he yeah. does it. And he's done it in my life, too. But God is good on that. 
He he looks on the heart, and his heart's just always for us. He's always wanting us to be blessed and wanting things to go good for us. Yes. Well, I will be praying. I'll be praying for you this week, hon. And, Thank you. I appreciate it. Hoping things are better with you maybe next week. You know, certainly before then, but. Um, yes. Anyhow. All right. Well, love I'm you, hon. And uh, love you too, Jean. I'll be with you. All right. Thank you. All right, 240482. I believe this is Valerie. Yes, it is, Sister Jeannie. How are you? I'm good, hon. I'm good. How are you doing tonight? Your voice sounds so sweet. I'm doing pretty good. Good. All right. Doing pretty good. Well, anything that you were wanting to share or, or anything on your heart? You know, I was really blessed by what you were t- saying about uh, friendships and, you know, just being, having, I guess, discernment about knowing, um, you know, is, are you the are you the person? <laughs> are you not the person? Um, it, 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 it was just a good reminder for me. Um, because uh, because I'm I'm the kind of person that's like well you know if you're a friend you're a friend forever kind of you know and it's like well maybe not not saying you're you don't you're not friendly to them but maybe it you know you're not it, it's not necessarily to go on the way that it's always been so right. um that's that's definitely wisdom so uh, that's really a, a blessing to me oh well thank you. I- you know, I'm kind of like that. I, I, I'm I'm a true friend. I mean, when I'm someone's friend, I, I'm I'm their friend from now on. Mm-hmm. If they allow me to to be, uh, and it's you know, if God says to continue that way, but you know, not everyone's like that. <laughs> right. Yeah, so people people are different, and things change. You know, definitely things change. I have absolutely learned. People come and people go, and. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we just love them and keep moving with God, and and uh, if they receive it, that's wonderful. If they don't, we just forgive them and love them anyhow, and just move on with God. So, uh, yeah, it can be a little Definitely. hard to navigate sometimes, but live and learn. You know, keep walking with God, mm-hmm. keep learning. All right, well, let's pray for you, sweetie. Father, I thank you for Valerie, and Father, I thank you, Lord, that she has been in such a time of growth, Lord. And, and it's not all been easy growth, and, and a lot of growth is not. But, Lord, that she has been a willing protector. Lord, she she's she has at times felt like she had no choice but to be a willing protector. But, Lord, honestly, her heart, she has been willing. She has been willing, and she has sought uh, your face about things. She has sought answers. She has sought truth, Lord. She has uh, tried to walk in integrity and tried to walk in 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 the light and in balance, Lord, that she's really sought balance in all of this, God. She, Lord, and I thank you, Father, that that, that you have been bringing balance to her, Lord, that at times when she felt like maybe she was falling off a cliff, God, that you brought balance to her, that, she, that her footing was stabilized, that her, even her mentally, Lord, that at times when it felt overwhelming, that you brought balance and that, and that the word balance is just really being uh, accentuated there's like I, I'm really just getting like balance where that God 
God is talking about how he has, has brought balance and how you have sought balance and how important that balance through the Lord, you know, that balance has been in all of this walk and continues to be. So that even when we're concerned about things, we keep a balance that it doesn't become a burden, that, that we can have, we can care, we can love, and then we turn it over to the Lord. You know, we keep a balance there that we don't take on the burden. When we, uh, when something's unjust and is wrong, and it feels wrong and just, and we know it is, but we keep that balance so that we don't tip over into bitterness and that we can still set it before the Lord and still stay in love because we know people, if they're not in the same place with the Lord that maybe we are, or maybe uh, they've got places that they're really needing deliverance that we see them through that and understand that, you know, if, if, if they knew more, if they understood more, if they were freer, they wouldn't do a lot of that stuff. And that's true with so many, you know. There's things that we used to do maybe that that we wouldn't do now because we're not where we used to be, because we've, we've matured and because we've been set free of things. And many times we just have to look at people through those eyes of the things they've gone through, things they've encountered, maybe things from their childhood that has become a stronghold in their lives, places maybe they were hurt, places that they were betrayed, places that maybe needed correction that didn't get correction even. I mean, it can be that way too. Uh, Places where they were allowed to go off course and didn't have a parent or one over them that brought them back to to even ground, um, that brought them back to a place of discipline that allowed something to run wild in them, you know. Uh, and that's not the that's not the fault of the of the child, you know that that's not their fault that they were allowed to do that, but then they mature into one that uh, is maybe not an individual of integrity because they didn't have parents of integrity that taught them that. So, anyway, as as we go, we just learn to keep balance of that keeps us on stable ground. That we're like, Lord, you know, show me. Um, Show me how to how to see this. I mean, I'm, that's that's one of my prayers all the time. Is like, Lord, show me how to feel. How should I feel about this? How should I think about this, mm-hmm. Lord, so that I'm still pleasing to you? Because you know, we have an intellect, we have natural eyes, we can see things. Uh, just you know, just as human beings, we can see things and, and say, you know, that's that's pretty wicked or that's pretty crooked or that's that's really wrong and and then say god how you know i can't unsee what i'm saying i you know i can see that maybe they did this or they did that that they planned and they manipulated and they uh, walked out their plan maybe even for years it's like god help me to see this that my heart would stay full of love that my heart would stay pure you know that that we're not necessarily you know that that our heart is able still to forgive and to to look at them through the eyes of that the Lord does. You know, God. You know, mm-hmm. God. I mean, God sees all. It doesn't mean that God God doesn't. You know, God God sees sees right and wrong too. I mean, God sees things that. 
can bring judgments on judgment on people's lives and things like that in places that they need to turn from. But it never stops them from loving them, you know, and that's the amazing part yeah. of them now. Do they still end up reaping what they've sown? Yeah. You know, and they still have to turn to God and they still have to turn their lives over to God. But, you know, I look at this sometimes and I think, you know, even Hitler and Stalin, all of those, God loved them. You know, mm-hmm. they still, you know, paid the price. And unless they turn their lives over at the last minute, you know, you don't necessarily expect to see them in heaven. But it didn't change the way, it didn't change the fact that he had plans for their life. And it didn't change the fact that he loved them. Uh, and would have turned things around in a minute had they called out to him. And you know, I'm getting I'm getting way off down a rabbit trail here <laughs> that I don't mean to. <laughs> Father, I just thank you, Lord, for Valerie, Lord, that that in all of this that you you have continued to grow her wisdom and to bring balance and to help explain to her even what balance is and how it affects her life, Lord. And, Lord, she's continued to reach out to her. And, Lord, I thank you, Father, that there are new paths ahead of her and there are easier paths that it doesn't forever feel like she's walking down a boulder path, a a path full of rocks and and that sort of thing, Lord, that, that you do have new things for her and you have new acquaintances and you have uh new times of joy and delight that are ahead of her new I can hear you laughing in my heart I, in my spirit like I can hear laughter from you and Father I thank you Lord for just protecting her kids and Lord just strengthening them and helping them Lord and send godly relationships their way Lord send those their way that uh, that will be those that will lift them up and not pull them down Lord those that can encourage them and know you God um that can connect them back to the things of God, Lord. Lord, the, the relationships are so important. And, Father, I just ask that you, uh, Lord, that you just divinely connect them to those that would be healthy, God-fearing, encouraging, true friends in relationships in their life, Lord, that will benefit their life and be a blessing to their life. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Sister Jean. Wow. You're welcome. Uh, Everything that you were saying, I mean, it was really speaking to me. (laughs) Uh, So you definitely weren't weren't off track over here. Um, It's just, it's so, it's just very timely. Like, even when you started praying, I just, um, just recognized, like, we were talking about, you know, not being toxic and, um, and one of the things you're, you know, you you said about, you know, having balance and not uh, getting into bitterness and, you know, just there's so many things that that you said that I just feel like are just really important right now. And so I just just thank you for for praying. Really appreciate it. No, you're more than welcome, hon. You're welcome. Well, I'm glad it didn't get confusing because I just seem like I I just got. <laughs> The further I went, the deeper I got. It's like, okay, let me back up here and get back to this mm-hmm. point. But I appreciate you, girl. Well, it was good to hear from you, and always a delight to talk to you. And glad, thank you for holding and waiting. And thank yes. you for being an encouragement and to me. I appreciate that. Oh, you're definitely an encouragement to me. So oh, God bless you. Thank you so much, Jeannie. God bless you too, sweetie. Eight two eight nine eight nine. How's Miss Jennifer tonight? 
Uh, a little heavy hearted. No. Well, I guess it's not totally surprised since Greg seemed kind of heavy hearted too. Because, yeah. You know, when you're connected, it, it affects both of you. So, well, let's. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you wanted to talk about or anything you wanted to share? No. Okay. Okay. Well, Father, I just thank you for Jennifer and Father, Lord, that Lord, that you would just uh, rub in that, that healing balm of Gilead. Lord, that that healing balm, Lord, that, that just soothes over and and just brings healing to the wounds and the hurt places, Lord. Father, that you would, uh, even where Jennifer's concerned, Lord, that you would bring clarity to her and uh, give her the words that bring comfort. Lord, give her the understanding that she needs in those places that that are upsetting, those places that uh, that are raw. Lord, that, that your word says that you, that Holy Spirit is our comforter. He is our comforter. So, Lord, I just thank you, Father, for Holy Spirit being her comforter tonight and, and Lord, just holding her in your arms. Lord, holding her in your arms and, uh, Lord, speaking things to her that would that would just bring a rest to her soul, Lord, that would just bring a rest to her mind. And Father, I ask even in Jennifer's case, Lord, that you would, would speak to her also in the night and speak to her in those quiet, in the quietness of her heart. Lord, so many times when we're awake, it can be hard because our mind is going, we're asking a million questions and we're going over everything and over and over and over conversations in our head. You know, sometimes I see it kind of like a Rubik's Cube that we will have something and we'll turn it over and over and this way and that way and, and we'll, we'll turn it every which way we can turn it. You know, just like that Rubik's Cube to where we can make it all line up where it's understandable. And sometimes the more we turn it over, the more confusing it looks and, you know, and all the colors get all, you know, I never was any good at those things. I never played with it much, but I never was very good at it. But... Lord, that in, in in the quietness of her heart, Lord, that instead of turning things over and over and over, Lord, that she will just turn to you. And, Lord, that you'll speak to her heart and give her direction, Lord, and give her understanding. And, and Lord, sometimes if we've even, uh, if we've had a wrong idea, Lord, that even that you correct us. Lord, that if we've looked at something uh, wrongly, if, if we've looked at something and, and been um, had a had a um, you know sometimes we can get just things even in our the way we look at things. God needs to tweak the way that we look at it. You know that we not ever get adamant about well this is the way it's got to be. This is the way it's got to be. Because this is what I have, this is what I've decided. This is the way it has, has got to be, you know, and this is the way God is going to speak. You know, and I have found I just, I can never do that with the Lord. I just, I can't do that. You know, we love to have confirmation. That's so encouraging. 
You know, I can remember in years past, I would call in to Randy and, and I would go to meetings. And I would so, I would have things on my heart that I would so want God to talk to me about. It would be like, God, I need to hear about this. And so many times he would talk about something totally different because he would talk about what he wanted to talk about. You know, and I would cry and I would talk to the Lord. He's like, God, I need to hear about this. And I would go to a meeting and he would talk about something totally different. And I remember particularly in Mary John's meetings when she's in heaven now, it seemed like the words I got from her would almost always be about things in my soul. You know, it wouldn't be the calling on my life or what God had planned for me or it wouldn't be those outward things. With her, it was always that God would pinpoint and talk to me about things that were in my heart or things in my emotions, things that were in, in my soul and that. And I wonder later at times, it's like, why is it always that way? But see, God was talking to me. You know, at those times, I was looking for healing in my body, and I was always wanting to hear, you know, to go to the Lord, you know, God, I want to hear about this. And God would talk about things that he wanted to do, that he wanted to, to change in me and wanted to settle in me and, and things that he was trying to do within me because he wanted to talk about what he wanted to talk about in his he already knew that he was going to heal me and deliver me. But see, I didn't know that at that time. I wasn't. I didn't always know that there was a day that I went to her and she said, you're coming out of this and you're coming out victorious. And it was shortly after that that God delivered me and healed me. But there were several years there that it was always God talking to me about the things within me because he was trying to mold me and make me and trying to changed the way that I thought about some things and changed the way I felt about certain things. And even, you know, I learned that some of those places that that maybe I thought that I was being godly or even or being, I, I hate to use the word religious, but that, you know, th- that I was trying to follow God that I had had developed some uh, some rigid thoughts. I had developed developed some rigid ideals that really weren't God, you know. And uh, as I went, God, you know, and God worked on those things and pointed things out. I had to back off some things, you know. I I, I had to re like God if if you want to change that. I let go of that, Lord, and you, you know, you show me what you want to do. And many times it involved changing my thinking about things. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for for all that you're doing in Jennifer, Lord, and, and bringing healing to her. And, Lord, allowing things to be restructured even within her and um, Lord, that you're making something beautiful. Lord, that, that that the things you have in her and for her is something beautiful. But we allow those things, we allow you, Lord, to just make those changes. And we allow you, Lord, we, we 
even the things that maybe we thought was really good and really holy or really, you know, really lined up the word, that sometimes those things have to be tweaked even, that, that it wasn't quite the way we saw it. And I don't really know where I'm going with all of this, Jennifer. I'm just speaking out of my heart, sweetie. I'm just speaking what I'm getting. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for Jennifer and all the lovely things that you have within her and all that you're wanting to do. And, Lord, her willingness to let you do it. Her willingness to let you do it. Lord, however you want to. However you want to. And we thank you, Lord, and I speak a blessing over her life and a blessing over her heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I I was wondering if you could um pray for Ashley. I I can't um reveal or or say what's going on, but I'm just very um I'm really concerned. Okay. Okay, you're kind of breaking up a little bit. There's like some static and all. I can hear you, but it's it's uh, you know it's pretty staticky. Father, I just thank you, Lord, for Ashley, Lord, and and Father, uh, I just speak peace over Ashley, Lord, uh, Lord, where there's turmoil. Father, where there's turmoil, Lord, where uh, maybe even the the words and actions of others, Lord, have. Uh, have tried to the, the the like like the darts of the enemy and the enemy uses people very often the where the darts have tried to take have, have tried to 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 pierce her heart have tried to pierce her emotions lord where things um, have tried to to hurt her in ways you know emotionally and things like that father that you just Lord, that you would put uh, your arms around her and a hedge of protection around her, Father, Lord, and draw her to yourself. And, Lord, speak to her again in your kindness, in your love, in your, Lord, even in your correction, and in, in, your, in your divine guidance, Lord. And, Lord, bring a stillness to her heart, bring a just... Lord, cause her to be still. Lord, as your word says, peace be still. That she would be still, Lord, and allow you to minister to her and and speak truth to her, Father. Lord, and to, uh, to direct her steps. It's like I'm hearing like, and this may this may be spiritually like 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 it's almost like I'm hearing like God wanting to bring her back home, but that may be God wanting to bring her back home in, in a uh, in, in a closer unity with Him. But that I just heard the words like bring her back home. I don't know that that means bring her home where you're at. I I think it has more to do with the Lord bringing her back. Home and that real closeness with him and that shelter. You know, the word talks about that we're under the shelter of the Almighty 
in that secret place. And it just feels like that she's needing that secret place with the Lord. And it just feels like there's been outside interference um, of some sort around her. That there's been maybe people she works with or people that she's around that just feels like, quote, quote, outside interference of some sort. But, Father, thank you, Lord, for just keeping Ashley. Lord, for protecting her. Lord, I speak health to her body. Lord, I speak health to her mind. And, Lord, that she would just be still in your presence and hear you, God. And be led by you and her heart, Lord, be protected. Lord, her heart be protected. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. God bless you too, son. I hate that you and Greg are upset tonight. I like it when you guys are happy and bubbly. But I'll be praying for both of y'all. We appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Well, have a blessed night, sweetie. You too. Okay, 205531. How's Julia May tonight? Yes, fine. Good to hear from you, sweetie. Is all well with you and yours? Well, uh, that's okay. I had uh, had an ingrown toenail cut out, <laughs> and so I got a little sore toe to deal with for about two more two more weeks. Mm-hmm. Jumper doing two better. Eye color come. Yeah, he's gonna be about twenty more, at least twenty more days because since they had to cut it out, so I'm putting some medicine. So it's like it's a little tender if you touch, but other than that, you know, as long as I don't bother it, it don't bother me. <laughs> yeah. You're not a, are you able to wear a shoe? Are you yeah, to a shoe? as long as it don't touch them. Yeah. yeah, I had some sandals on there. I decided to wear some sandals. So it wouldn't bump up. I had a shoe on my head to take it off. I know, but I can't do that. Yeah, but I had no, some sneaking on there. You know, there's a little mm-hmm. a little big, so that made it uh, yeah. able to wear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that kind of stuff for mm-hmm. you. Well, Father, I thank mm-hmm. you for Julia May, Father and Lord. We just speak healing over that toe, Father, Lord, that it would just be accelerated, uh, Lord, that all the pain and swelling would be gone out of that, Lord. Uh, there'd be no infection of any sort, Lord, and that it just uh, just heal up extraordinarily quickly and well. And, Father, I thank you, Lord, for just blessing Julia May, Father, and just blessing the work of her hands, Lord. Blessing even the words that that flow from her mouth, Lord. That the words of her mouth, that they carry weight, they carry anointing, uh, Lord. And, and that, um, as the word says, that, that, the, that the word, it, it accomplishes what it's sent to do. I'm putting it in paraphrase. You know, that, that the word of God, it's sent out and it accomplishes what it's sent to do. And it does not return into him void. And Father, I thank you, Lord, that your word in Julia May's mouth spoken out in the anointing, the power of the Lord, Lord, that it will accomplish what it's sent to do, and it will not return void unto her. And, Father, I just speak blessing over Julia May. And, Father, I thank you, Lord, for fulfilling the desires of her heart. And, Father, those, those uh, the big places of her heart, Lord, the places that she would dare to dream beyond what she has seen and beyond what she has seen in the lives of others around her. 
Lord, that she doesn't ever have to limit you in any way. She doesn't ever have to uh, to compare herself or judge herself in any way, not compare herself in any way to what she has seen God do in, in others' lives that maybe was less than what she wanted to believe herself. Lord, because you are above and beyond anything we can ask or think, Lord, that, that you do so much more, that you're a God of more than enough. But, Father, thank you, Lord, for expanding her faith and expanding her uh, not only a ability to dream for more, but her uh, even her desire, even her desire, Lord, that her desires line up with your desires. But, Lord, even her desire, because sometimes, you know, sometimes we'll be like, I don't dare, you know, we'll think to ourselves, well, I don't dare dream that big or I don't dare believe for something that big because in the natural, I can't see how that would happen. And see, God loves it when we stretch out beyond our reason. I mean, we all do that some. I do that too, you know. God will be saying something. I'm thinking, Lord, how do I do that? I mean, even the other night, Randy was you know, ministering over me about completing all the projects here. And I'm thinking, God, I don't have the money to complete the projects. I'm, you know, I just have to trust God because in the natural, I, I don't know where it would come from. But I just, you know, and I have given you words similar to this to before. God has worked in your faith so much and he has done so much and you have seen the faithfulness of God. And I just keep sensing like the Lord uh, wanting to expand your expectation and expand your faith and expand uh, even the dreams of God within you. He's not limited in any way. And God wanting to work through your life and through the words that you speak even to dare to dare to believe him for bigger and more and for for the abundance. You know, the word says that, he want, that we have have all sufficiency in all things. Now, that's huge. You say all sufficiency in all things, that's health, that's finances, that's favor, uh, that's understanding and wisdom that touches into relationships, all sufficiency in all things, that's peace and joy, all sufficiency. That's, you know, when you really think about it, that's huge. That's huge. So, Lord, I just speak that word over Julia May. And, Lord, I thank you, Father, that she has strong faith, God. She has strong faith. And as she continues to exercise and you continue to draw her into to bigger and bigger places of, of standing on your word and of using her faith, Lord, that there is, there's no limit. There's no limits, God, to what you can do through her and with her and, and for her, God. Lord, that she would even be, uh, Lord, that, that, that her faith would be the one that others might measure their faith by. Not that we compare ourselves to one another, but see, we're encouraged when we see God do things for us. We do see God do wonderful things in others' lives, and we say, if he'll do it for them, he'll do it for me that you would be the one that they would look at and say, if God did it for Julia May, he'll do it, he'll do it for me. So, Father, I just thank you for Julia May, and I just speak blessing and goodness and abundance over her life. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. Thank you. God is good, girl. And, uh, is there anything uh, in particular you want to pray about, son? No, not really. Just continue prayer, you know, for my, for my student things they're going through. We have one, he having a hard time, so we're just praying for him. Because I work with students with special needs, so. Okay, we'll do that. All right. Well, thank you, sweetie. Thank you for holding, and and good to hear from you tonight. And pray that toe just is just heals up quicker than you would ever think. Okay, then. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Get a little drink right quick. Okay, three two one two three oh. Who am I speaking with, and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Aunt Felice calling from New York. You said Felice. Aunt Felice. Felice. Aunt Aunt Felice. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've talked to you. It's just been a while. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, good to hear from you tonight, sweetie. Thank you. Yeah. And Father, I thank you for Aunt Felice, Lord. Uh, and Father, thank you, Lord, for uh, for the creativity that's in her. I just instantly felt that there's just a, a great a creative flow in you. Uh, it's been a while since I've talked to you, so I, I don't remember all of the details about you know. I know we've talked some before. I, I just mean, I'm not remembering everything, but Father, I just it's like immediately I just felt so, there's such a creative creativity in you and a creative flow and a creativity. Um, I want to say in design and things like that, uh, just a beautiful creativity in you that God has given you, uh, that you're an artistic person in many ways. And Father, I thank you, Father, for the uh, for for putting out the least in a place that those things can can flourish, that those things can flow, Lord, that she would have the freedom, Lord, to use those things that you put within her, Lord, that it brings her satisfaction. Lord, that she finds, it brings her a contentment and a satisfaction, Lord, to be, and it does for all of us, to be released into that place um, that God created us for, that when we find that release to flow, whether, whether you know, whether we do it in design, whether we do it in, in, in dance, whether we do it in artwork, whether we do it in music, uh, even in business, just whatever God has, has put within us and has put those giftings in us, when we're put in a place that those things are allowed to flow and grow, we flourish. And Father, I just thank you, Lord, for for planting unbelief in those places that what you have given her and those creative ideas, Lord, and and, uh, uh, even things in business and things like that, Father, uh, that she is able to be like like a tree that's planted by the water. Lord, that she will be able to just just bloom and blossom and and find such pleasure and joy and contentment in being who she was created to be, doing what she was created to do. And Father, I thank you, Lord, for separating her from everything that would try to hold her back or try to tell her that that's not who she is. Everything that would try to, to thwart her or try to put her in in their box, and, and you know, sometimes when God has called us, it's not necessarily where somebody else wants us. 
You know, sometimes people want us to do what they think we should do and be where they think we should be. I have been on the receiving end of that, son, and I bet most most everyone listening has too. But see, when you're in that place that God has called you to, those you know, flowing in those things that God has put within you, you'll bloom and blossom and and just just do tremendous things because it was God's plan all along. So, Father, I thank you, Lord, for just directing Auntie Lisa's steps. Lord, for giving her wisdom. Father, for causing her to hear you. And Lord, for her to fill in her heart when she's on the right path. Lord, for her to fill in her heart that regardless of what others may say that would try to uh, send her in a different direction or, uh, and there's always the naysayers. It seems like the enemy always manages to have a naysayer around us somewhere. Lord, that she will feel that release and that peace in her heart of when she's in the right place at the right time with the right people doing the right thing. Lord, that it will draw her like a moth of the flame. Lord, that it will feel so right to her that she will know. And Lord, I just speak a blessing over her life, Lord, and release over her life. Lord, to be able to move in those things and move into those places that you created for her, Lord, that you handpicked and hand made and, and worked in her. And Lord, that she'll know in her heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you so much for that. You're welcome, sweetie. Um, all the things you were speaking on and something today I was um, looking, well, I have my own business. I'm a licensed cosmetologist, and I have other things that I do as well. And um, today, so I just got my own, well, I'm all over the place, so I just got my own suite, and I've been doing really well, but I've had some weeks here or there that's been slower than others. And, um, and every time it gets like that, I'm always like, oh, maybe I should get a part-time job. This is what I'm thinking. But every time, like, I'm looking or even when I interview, it just, like, doesn't feel right, even if I'm offered a position. So I just, like, don't take it. So today I was just a little overwhelmed with that. When I tell you that's what I was doing all day, was, like, thinking of going back and forth on if I should get part-time work or if I should just stick it out and just be full-time with my business like I've been doing. But it's something that you – um said what you said today and I thank you for that I feel like it was confirmation that all things will go well Amen Amen like, but I didn't really remember any details about it but I felt it so strong uh, just immediately as I started to pray for you just about the things that God has put within you and that creativity and God taking you down that path and you flourishing in uh, in the path that he has for you uh, just a feeling of you just really like they're just flourishing uh, in those places, and you just know it in your heart. So praise God, thank you, and thank you for uh, thank you for the confirmation. I appreciate it. So is there anything I, um, you needed prayer about, hon? Yes, um, I don't. It's, uh, I don't know. Today was one of those days where it felt like nothing was going right. Like every time I tried to do something, it was like something getting in the way. And then, like, I've been, like, um, I just moved back home 
to New York from Florida, and I've been like trying to get all my things together. I have um, I have money put away. I have to use it for something, and then I've been like, so I've been kind of worried about that. And then, um, I graduated from nursing school. I worked as a graduate nurse for a while, and then I've had jobs that let me work um under my graduate nursing. Um, since I've graduated, but I've took the um, nursing board exam and haven't passed. So I've been, like, back and forth on, like, if I should just take it again. I don't really have – I don't know, like – it was just something that I feel like I want to complete since I started it. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm constantly changing the date and just, like, not knowing, like, what I should do if I should just go – or with taking the exam again, I mean, I pay for it. I have a date coming up soon, but it's been, like, kind of hard for me to, like, study. So I don't know. I've just kind of been over the place with those things. If you could just, like, pray for me about yep. that. Thank you. Yep. Father, your word says that you will rebuke the devourer for our sake. And, and I understand. I mean, I, I've been in that place a lot, too, where that, you know, every time you get a little money saved, it'd be like something would come out of the blue that would take, you know, that would eat up all the money and be like, why does this always happen? But Lord, your word says that you will rebuke the devourer for our sake. And Lord, we just I speak that over on Therese, Lord, that that cycle of every time able to save some money, every time get prepared, Lord, that something comes out of the blue that wants to eat up every dime of that. Lord, that we are the head, not the tail, and above and not beneath, and we are blessed and not cursed. Lord, the blessing is abundance. The blessing is more than enough. And, Father, Lord, that you would give her clarity for these classes and and these other things are concerned, Lord, that she will just have a peace in her heart and, and Lord, will know, uh, will know what she's supposed to do. Um. And, Lord, that she'll know if she's supposed to have, you know, complete, Lord, that desire in her, that she has a desire there to to complete that, something she started to complete it, Lord. And then you'll give her that assurance that, that, that that's the way to go and to go for it and have that. There's nothing wrong, certainly, for having backup, you know, having backup things that are in our life, you know, that... that uh, they, you know, they say that knowledge is, knowledge is power. It's not always, you know, I think... Knowledge, godly knowledge, for sure is power. But even in the world, to the more that we're equipped, the more things that we have uh, in our resume certainly is a good thing to have. But Lord, that you will just cause Aunt Elise to know that she will have that assurance in her heart, and that there will be a peace there, because Lord, the peace of God is our guide. And Lord, that 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 will be what helps her to know what to do. And Lord, just that, um, just that determination, Lord, to fulfill what's in her heart to do. Lord, that if she really wants to complete this, that she'll have the, she'll have the, the tenacity to jump in there and go ahead and get that finished and be done. If that's really the way you're leading her, that's, or if it's in her heart to really do it. You know, sometimes what we, you know, that feeling that's in her heart really is God. We just don't always recognize it is God. Uh, we'll think, well, that's just me, and sometimes it's actually the Lord leading us. You know, when we keep having that, we keep coming back to something. Uh, I've noticed that at times, you know, if we keep coming back to something, and it keeps coming back and coming back, many times that's the Lord nudging me 
to say, go for this. You know, do this. I want you to do this. So, Father, mm-hmm. I just speak blessing over her and that she will have clarity and understanding, Lord, and that um, the back and forth guessing and wondering, Lord, will come to an end and that the peace of God will settle in her heart and that she'll know this is what I'm going to do. This is what God is saying. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome, hon. You are welcome. Well, thank you for calling in. Thank you for waiting, and and good to hear from you again. Thank you. I appreciate you. God bless you. You have a good night. You too, sweetie. Good night. Bye. Right, seven zero four four nine two. Who am I speaking with, and where are you calling from? Uh, this is Dustin from Canada. Oh, hi, Dustin. It must be hi. my computer that's having the. I'm, I'm keep. It's like everybody has some static to their phone, but makes me think it must be my computer because I'm hearing it with almost every call now. Okay, um, let's pray for you, Father. I thank you for Dustin, and Father, thank you, Lord, for uh, Lord for just his heart to hear from you, his heart to continue to inquire of the Lord. Uh, Lord, even in the word, we saw where the where the widow woman kept going to the king uh, and asking for the king to move on her behalf. And finally, the king, because he tired of her, you know, he tired of her continuing to ask. He gave her he gave her her petition. You know, he moved on her behalf. And Lord, you don't ever get tired of us, but Lord, you do allow us to continue to knock. Sometimes he said, "Knock and it shall be opened." Uh, and, Lord, sometimes you want us to continue to call out to you and continue to search for you. Lord, you delight in us coming to you and coming to you. And, Lord, things do open. They do open unto us. And, Lord, I thank you, Father, that Dasha here is learning, Lord, more to to not try to figure everything out from logic because logic doesn't doesn't necessarily work where the Lord is concerned. Not everything is what it looks like. And God doesn't necessarily move where logic is concerned. You know, certainly we have to use some logic in life, but God is so much bigger than logic, and his ways are not our ways. And his, you know, his ways are higher than our ways. And God loves to take those things that look impossible or look, uh, look, like, it's, look like it would be all but impossible and make the possible out of it. You know, he's taken those things that, you know, just as he opened the Red Sea for the children of Israel, I'm sure Pharaoh, when he run them up against the Red Sea, thought, I've got them now. There's no way they can get away. Anyone so-called in their right mind or in their natural mind would say, you know, they're, they're doomed. The enemy has them. But see, God knew he was bigger than that, and he did the unthinkable by opening that Red Sea and then even blowing the wind so that they walked across on dry ground. He did something that was above and beyond any kind of logical thinking or any kind of reasoning because he was God and he loved doing those kind of things that that go beyond so that no one can ever say, man did this. That no one can ever say that, well, I worked this out. Or, or that not another person can say, well, I opened the door for Dasha, so I made him successful. Uh-uh. God does it, and he does it in a way that only he receives glory for it. 
So, Father, I thank you, Lord, for continuing to grow Dasha in understanding, Lord, to keep drawing him closer to you. Lord, that he will find that in your presence, as he draws into your presence, God, that you will show him things that he doesn't know. You will open things up to him that he has inquired about, Lord, that you will open an understanding to him, and, Lord, that he will find his load lighter. He'll find even many of his questions answered, Lord, but he'll find that trust and that assurance in you that that he's longed for, Lord, that we all would long for, that assurance and that secure feeling that, that God has us. So, Father, I just bless his life, and, Lord, I thank you, Lord, for answering his questions and helping him, and, Lord, showing yourself strong in his behalf and showing Lord, just showing out in his life. Father, thank you, Lord, that he has a blessing on his life and that he will walk in that, Lord. Lord, that he'll not come up short, but, Lord, that he will find the path, walk in that path that you have for him, but, Lord, that no man will glory in what you do in his life, that all the glory is yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, you're kind of. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, so you're kind of breaking up. I'm I'm not hearing you a whole lot there, but. All right. Well, did you have anything in particular you needed prayer about? Uh, No, thank you. Okay, you're welcome. All right. Good night. Let me get a drink. Five zero four two eight two. Who am I speaking with, and where are you calling from? Hello, this is Nicole from Louisiana. Hi, Nicole. Good to hear from you, lady. I know. Good to hear from you too. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you have anything on your heart tonight you were wanting to to share? Um, you just I would say, yeah, I would say just prayer. Oh, Father, I thank you for Nicole, and Father, I just thank you, Lord, uh, Lord, for really bringing a steadiness to her life, Father, that uh, it's just like I see things, things like lining out, so to speak, uh, just lack of a better word, uh, things things lining out uh, and things feeling easier. I don't know if things have felt hard or not, but that things feeling Mm easier. you know, feeling easier and things feeling like they're they're falling into place. Um, mm-hmm. Father, thank you, Lord, for the the places of of her heart where that she has longed for you and that she has longed for more. Lord, where she has longed to uh, to really know, Father, what all that you called for her life. Lord, her purpose is the destiny for her life. Lord, we all have that longing in our hearts to really know what the destiny for our life is. And we may have glimpses, and you may give us glimpses and, and bits and pieces, and there may be things that we're, we're drawn to. But, Father, that you would begin to unfold those places uh, in her heart and those things in her mind, Lord, that she would really begin to get a picture and a glimpse of the destiny that's for her life, Lord. Father, that she will begin to feel the drawing, 
sometimes it's those very things that, that, that we delight in that is some of the areas that God has called us to. It's some of those things that, uh, you know, I know as a, as a child growing up, I started playing the piano whatnot when I was about five years old, and then as a, a young person would spend time just worshiping God. It was like I was drawn to music. I was drawn to to worship. I loved that feeling of the anointing. I loved that feeling of God's closeness. But I've considered it something for just he and I. It was something that I shared with the Lord. You know, it, it was an intimate thing. And then later, as it got words about, you know, the Lord wanting to use that to uh, to do songs and to, to, you know, to be more in church and praise and worship and to share with others and to record and things like that. Uh, it was shocking a little at first because I was like, but that's just for me and God, you know, that's just, just, that's just for the Lord. And it was intimidating, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. So sometimes it's those things that are, that are in our heart and in our life that we think, you know, that's just mine. You know, that's, that's just a, that's just a part of who I am. That's just mine. And that's just something that's special to me. Many times is the very places where we're called to step out. You know, people may journal and then mm-hmm. find out that they're, they're called to write. Uh, there may be even, you know, even things in as far as like growing things and decorating things and then find out that God has called them to be in business in those areas. Uh, they may love cooking for others and, and find out that God has called them. So many times it's those special places in our life that bring us joy and that that just feels like a part of us that God's actually got a bigger picture of that that he actually uses that that's part of the anointing that's showing up in our lives you know sometimes we can be a person that particularly prophetic that you will sense things and you will feel things you know that you'll think I knew they was going to say that before they said it you know and and we'll think, oh, you know, that, that it was just one of those deals. You know, it was like, okay, well, that was just me, or maybe I just guessed that, or maybe I just thought that. And it's actually part of a prophetic gifting that's showing up in our lives. You know, and it's really activated once we're filled with the Holy Spirit and we start stepping out in it, and it really activates in a greater way. But we, you may see bits and pieces of that even before you step out in it. And then sometimes we'll dismiss it as, you know, not realizing that it's actually the, it's the gift that's showing up some. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for Nicole, Lord, and that she'll begin to, um, you begin to open up to her the places that are really her calling and her gifting and, and the destiny that you have for her, Lord. That, Lord, even the questions that she has and, and the, the knowing, Lord, knowing that you have, that you have very, that you have very important purpose for her that of course she prays for others and she speaks encouragement into others and she brings uh, laughter and lightheartedness she's able to bring joy in the places that she goes in but lord that that desire in her heart lord to really step into and to know exactly what you have called her to lord that you begin to to paint that picture and begin to put those pieces together for her lord and that she just have that great joy of looking forward to that and, and moving towards it. Lord, we just thank you for her and her life and, and all of those that she loves in her life, Lord, uh, that you use her greatly there. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. 
ask you this. It's so funny. You know, I can tell the Holy Spirit is moving and leading you because I have really been getting into uh, some things that I've been wanting to do for a long time, but I've been too busy to do it. So I started gardening. Gardening. It's so funny you said, um, you know, certain things that you, you notice that you like doing, like growing and decorating. And I actually do really mm-hmm. like decorating. And I just started a garden <laughs> in my backyard. And my daughter is, like, so excited about doing it with me. So she has a little gardening kit. And um, we just harvested our first strawberry. And um, I'm just really into it. And, you know, I'm a new mom, so I've been only I've only been a mom for two years, but I love being a mom. It's a lot of work, but I really do love teaching children and watching them grow and, and you know, instilling godly values in them, at least I could say for my daughter. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I want, I almost want more children because I just enjoy it so much, but I know I'm so busy. But, you know, it's this morning, I'm rambling. <laughs> That's all right. That's okay. This scripture God God had led me to, and it said um, it was it was uh, Proverbs chapter nine eleven. Wisdom will multiply your days. So I started to look up what multiply uh, meant or means in Hebrew, and um, you know one of the synonyms is fruitfulness. Um, and so then that got into the whole what God really meant about being fruitful and multiplying. And so, um, you know, I know it's his will if, you know, I'll have more kids or not, but I'm completely content with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love being a mom. And I realize I love nurturing things. Um, and that's where I feel most fulfilled. But, um, yeah, I, I do wonder a lot, especially a lot more lately, how God is going to use all these things um, for my destiny. So, you know, I definitely received that word, and, and I'll be waiting for God to reveal that to me. So I appreciate that that prayer so much. Oh, you're welcome, and that's so sweet. You know, many times uh, someone that is nurturing God, I mean, there's just so many places the Lord can use that. Uh, and we'll just see. I mean, as, as, as you're going, I expect the Lord to continue to give you more words. But that's funny about the gardening thing because I could see that. It was like I saw you... Uh, saw you in the yard gardening or planting and things like that. So that God's so sweet that he does that. (laughs) (laughs) That's so beautiful. Literally. And I'm getting excited about it. Every week I buy some, a new plant to put in there. I bought some cilantro this week. God is so funny. That's what he is. He is. Yeah. I love planting stuff too. I do too. Well, all right, sweetie. Well, you have a wonderful week. It was wonderful talking to you and just praying with you and and, uh, just hope you have a great week. Yes, it was wonderful talking to you too. And and I just want you to know that um, your prayers have been effective. I remember you prayed with me about my family and my family right now is in peace. And my, my daughter's father and I, we collaborate really well. So God is good. Your, our prayers have been answered. So thank you so much for allowing God to use you. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you, hon. Thank you for for the, for the feedback and the encouragement. I appreciate it. Will you have a blessed week? <laughs> have a, you too. Have a blessed week. 
All right, y'all, it is 8.45. I am out of time. I'm, I'm sorry. Once again, I wasn't able to get to everybody tonight. Uh, I try. I try to. Uh, but anyhow, Randy will be on at 9 o'clock. So uh, if you're really needing prayer, please call back into his program and put your hand up, and, and uh, hopefully he can get to you tonight. But I just speak a blessing over your lives and just completeness and wholeness and encouragement and God's love and direction over you. Have a wonderful week. I love you guys. Good night.